Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast. I am your co-host, Cesar Walker. I'm Ronnie Gatry. This is episode 10. 10. It's time to get it published. Yes. Listen, we finally got our sound working, (laughs) right? Right. Most of it. Respectively, right? Yeah. Sound from a microphone perspective. Right. We're solid. Musically? Yeah. Trash. All right? Garbage. We thought we was cooking. Is what, BFI two weeks? still a business? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where, our, that's where the audio files are. <laughs> Jesus. Terrible. Anyway. Terrible. Hey, but anyway, hey, hey, but we, we this is what we were at. This is why we're not published yet. Right. We're working all out all these kinks. And uh, yeah, man, we coming, man. Things can, are good. Can, can I be sentimental for a second? Can you be sentimental yeah. for a second? It's different than emotional. Can I be emotionally sentimental? Go for it. Because you said something that made me think of something. So um, our last episode, I tried to put audio in. It didn't work out well. I beat myself up on it. Um, But connecting with this guy sitting across from me, he helped me to realize there was a blessing in this because we're not even live yet. So that's what I love about you guys. You just keep me like off the ledge because if you're up to me... Now, once we go with SoundCloud and you and iTunes, you're going to be on me, killing you. Right? Yeah, that, that's what I would expect. You're dead. <laughs> I'm jumping off the, the kicking you. Hey, Leonidas, <laughs> King Leonidas. <laughs> yes, gotcha. yes. But Thank for you. now, no, okay. no. We're we're working out all of that errors and all. So bear with us. We're out here having fun. Right. Right. So and one of these days, we won't have to worry about any of this. Well, there'll be somebody doing all this stuff. People, I can't wait for that yes, day. Can't wait for that day. But anyway, that'll be that'll be coming soon, coming soon. But yeah, so I joked with Gatry because see, we we've missed a week, and the reason we missed a week is because I thought I was led to believe that Gatry was going up to make it official. Now we know how he's been standing hard for Drake OVO. Um, now it's going to be, uh, what the whole basketball team for the Raptors or just their star player? Kawhi? Are you, are you? Okay. All right. Oh, team ball. Hey. Okay. We got two all-stars on that squad. I said, we. Yeah. Are these mics So is it official? Is it official? (laughs) No, not yet. (laughs) I'm not a Raptors fan. You couldn't tell me that. (laughs) You came for DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, because you were slaying this guy in front of my very, very own eyes. I can't let you do that. Not to a perennial all-star. Who's way overpaid. The nerve of you. Who's terribly overpaid. Well, there are a lot of guys out there that are overpaid. Which I'm not hating on. Good for him. But for the Raptors, thank you, Kawhi. Well, we don't know what Kawhi's going to do yet. Did I say we again? Yeah. So, is it official? With that said... Are you officially OVO? <laughs> Gatry had a trip to Toronto. He sent he sent me his location. He's like, you will appreciate this, Walker. And I'm like, showing me the tower where Drake was hanging off of. <laughs> the CN Tower. Be, be specific. I didn't know what the name of this it was. This is the culture here. Respect. Is it your culture? Now? Now it is. Now? <laughs> Goodness gracious. So you show me the tower, and I'm like, so you dropping by the office to sign some things and check out your Tied cubicle? Some loose ends. Yeah. Check out your it's cubicle. Been a while since I've been there. Yeah. Fire up the old desktop. 
You're not there enough to get a Dude, laptop. I, I intentionally did not tell you where I was going because I knew you were going to go. <laughs> like, like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but I'd rather have that on the back end than, than on the, the front end. So. so how's party next door? <laughs> he's crazy. With the heat he's got cooked up, you're not ready Are you him. a party fan? Do you yes. like his, you So you are OVO. That was why I was going to challenge your, your loyalty I'm to OVO. OVO. Because I thought you was just a part of the Drake hive. Drake's just, he's like, he's, I mean, he's... He's, he's a given. Right. Right. But, yeah, but you like party. Ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, you legit. You don't like PND? Who? PND. You don't like Magic Jordan? Okay. Listen. Are we doing this? Yeah. Um, all the people Drake named in some of his freestyles. <laughs> you don't like all them? <laughs> you so you don't you don't take those names, Google them and go find out more about them? No. I just I just go to the next track that Drake is talking about. Or another artist. For that matter. So when when Gatry got back from his induction, (laughs) I get a random text. He doesn't say, hey, was 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 was, you know, was good. You okay? How's your he sends me a scorpion emoji. (laughs) Freaking loser. Freaking (laughs) loser. You're the worst. It's like relax. All this heat has come out since that album, and it's Scorpion. Hey, you still gotta keep Scorpion in the week. You, you sit, you sitting with it. You, how, you sitting with it. How can you not? Name me an album that's better. I'll, I'll wait. Don't do this. Wait, let's name me an album this. that's released this let's, year that's better. I'll wait. I already told you about what my favorite album was. But this year, dude. You know what I'm still listening to? What? I am still listening to Travis Scott's album. Well, me too. That's a that's. But but see, that's that's, that's okay a, though. Now, that's okay though. That's Astro Vio. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're the worst. You are the worst. But he's family though, like extended family. Extended family yeah. of Kanye's or Drake's? Which one? Yeah. He's he's in the middle he's and he's playing middle. it very well. He's, in, he's not on tour. With did Kanye. he get nervous when one. Drake said checks over stripes? <laughs> did he did he squeal a little bit? Did he get no. a little nervous? <gasps> he Travis got his family. Okay, he is. He's, he's sick. playing he's it. Sicko. He... <laughs> you are so cheesy. <laughs> Dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Goodness, <laughs> there's a dad listening right now that's keeling over laughing right now. You think somewhere Project Pat is like, hey, when Drake did his flow towards the end of that song. Did you catch that? Now that you mention it, now I'm that's project. Now, like, granted, listen, I'm not taking I'm nothing now. away from. Yeah. I'm not con- taking nothing away from. Please, because I don't want. I don't want this podcast to get cut short, and you cut me over me not giving Drake his due. Okay, because listen, you're official. I've got my finger on. You got a wire. You got a wire on you. I already know this. The OVO world is watching us. Well, it's 2018. We're not using wires anymore. We've got bio frequencies now. Catch up. But go ahead. Anyway, so I, that's a good catch, though. Like, I never, Project I never Pat. would have connected that. But you're, you're, so, so hold on. Let, let's let's huh? let's peel that back. Project Pat is Memphis, right? Yeah. North Memphis, to be exact. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So Drake seems to be really inspired by this Memphis sound. And I, well, the several sounds he has, but well, go but ahead. The, yes. the Memphis, to be exact. Yeah. I mean, he, he's getting into some Louisiana too. But yeah. Um, yeah. What, what's the kid's name? Uh, goodness, Take Keith. Who? Take Keith, the producer. Oh, I'm not. not you're gonna have to make me aware. I'm not gonna sit here and try to act like I know these people and names. Producer of. Um, Second track on Scorpion. I should know the name of it. Oh, dude. Come on. Don't, 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 don't. don't. Let's not. Don't put that pressure on me to know who produced the second track of Scorpion. But no, he's done. You met him already. You went up. When you went up to Toronto, you met him. He did. He's a Memphis Memphis kid. He's not. He's not OVO. Not yet. Um, But he's a Memphis kid. He was up there, wasn't he? No. He wasn't. He was not there. the The block boy JB. Okay. All right. You know that track he did with Drake that everybody thinks is Drake's track. Okay. Take Keith produced that. Okay. All right. So so I read this I read this article where they're interviewing Take Keith because he's like he, it, impressive story by the way. This dude is like senior year in college and still taking like a full load while producing these hits. News. Well. Amazing. Right. I, so I, um, I knew a few people in college producing beats. Now they didn't get the opportunities that. Clearly, this guy and got. They were they were Billboard number one hits too, right? Yeah, in college? No, not in. I'm, I'm saying they didn't get the opportunities to produce. Thank you. Mute yourself. I already said that. I'm bringing. I already you. said that. Okay. Relax, Gatry. You you're trying to you're trying to slide jabs over you. I get really defensive. I'm not doing that. That's the thing. That's the crazy part. I am not doing that. Relax, emo. Okay. <laughs> emo OVO. You've taken me from sentimental to <laughs> irate. Anyway, um, go for it. He talked. They asked him about working with Drake, and uh, one thing he noted, he was like, "Man, Drake is in love with this Memphis." And they had a term I can't remember, but essentially, this Memphis sound. He said mm-hmm. he, he and Drake worked very closely on Scorpion, mm-hmm. um, but he said one continuous thing is like Drake just he, he wanted that that authentic Memphis. So I wonder if that drove him some to maybe listen to Project Fat Be Expired to the point to where you can re- reproduce some of it in a failed attempt, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Maybe thinking people may have forgotten about Project Fat because you're dealing with a new generation, whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, connecting the, I'm connecting the lines here. So um, great pickup, by the way. I, I don't think I ever would have fused the Dude. two together. I, I heard it like it took me a second listen. Gotcha. It took me like when I really sat and listened, I was like, I've heard this before. Right. And then when I was listening to the beat, it was basically <laughs> she's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Now I hit the FBO with the duff, duffels in my hand. Mm. Did half a Zan 13 hours till I land, had me out like a light. Like a light. Yeah. That yeah, I sip it on some sister. Right, sip it on some sip. sip very, very well played. Slop I, on my nut. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? And the, and the, the list goes the, on. The, the cadence. I was like, this is project. Now, granted, listen, I don't care whose flow it is. You still got to deliver it. And Drake did that. True. He killed it. Him and then Travis got on there and killed it. But, but you gotta you gotta understand. This gives this gives validity to your point. You know, Tay Keith and Mike Dean share production credits on that track. Gotcha. So, dude, hey, it it it, 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 it had the it had that Memphis bop 
all the way through. So it. Maybe Drake's just taking it a step further and like shouts out to him. It's, it's an a inspiration. Gr- it's a great right? record. Yeah, great record. So. There's a few album records on that. But anyway, it's, we're not even talking about that. We're, we're talking about the fact that you're official. Did you had? Did you come back with some OVO paraphernalia? <sighs> Shirts? I did, I did not. I, you I, refused it. Well, I didn't refuse. <laughs> There's so much going on in the city, you know. It's just like, we, we have time for that. Okay, why were you in Toronto? Okay, so the real reason, listeners, now that I've taken all this heat from Walker, um, I was there for a wedding. Okay. All right, I have a cousin who lives just outside of Toronto um, who's from the Bahamas, okay. oddly enough. Um, it's okay. a, I think I mentioned this on a podcast earlier, but it's a, it's a thing for Bahamian kids to go to school in Canada. I have no idea what like this is this is mis- still a mystique to me. But okay. um anyway, he went up there for school, uh met his now wife who's from Portugal and okay. uh their wedding was last weekend. So that was the real reason for us going. So cool. Um, so so what so tell me about ways. Okay. Um Toronto, uh amazing city. Okay. Right? Um uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the airport. Ultra clean. Customs a breeze. It's all it's all like automated electronic. They got robots. I mean, like taking pictures of you, asking you questions and stuff. It's nuts, right? Wow. But we breeze through customs. Okay. Not not an issue. Um, you know how there's there's a tense thing when you're going through TSA. Yeah, no, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially customs because it's just right. that. Yeah. Going is like yeah okay. They got kids. Let's you know hey bottle of wine if you want it. Let's just process what we need. And come on, we know you're not going to do anything, right? Right. Um, but no, Toronto, the city, the city itself, vibrant, very vibrant, very diverse. It's um, a great time of the year to be in Toronto. Anyway. Yeah, the weather was amazing. I yeah. think the highest it got was like 82, 83. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's some drizzle to deal with, but no yeah. big deal. Um, but dude, the CN Tower, like mm-hmm. that, I didn't expect much from that. Like I thought I was just getting this elevator to go up to the top, but they, it's a, it's like a story behind it. Okay. You know, uh, I'm not going to get the details of that, but yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but from a family, a quality of time for family aspect, mm-hmm. it was great. Like, so it was mostly just your family, or did y'all get with other people and y'all? Well, there are other people the there, but like we, um, a lot of my family members got there as early as Tuesday, so they had they made time. They made like a little vacation out to check out the city. They made time to check out the city. By the time we got there, everybody was done with Toronto, so we we're like, we're gonna, we're here. We're gonna get up early Friday and go see what we see what we can find in Toronto. Gotcha. So um, I'm a sports junkie. So part of part of our touring was I want to see where the Maple Leafs play. I want to see where the Raptors play. I want to see where the Blue Jays play. Welcome Kawhi to the city. <laughs> he was he wasn't in town. This oh, okay. He's at San Antonio getting <laughs> the last of his stuff. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Oh, uh, but oddly enough, even 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 ended up stum- stumbling across where the Toronto Argonauts play of the CFL. Oh, you're on Johnny Manziel, who's also OVO. Um, is my is, own Johnny? You love Johnny. You don't have to admit it now, um, but you love Johnny, and it's okay. No, you love Johnny. Oh, I, I have to. He's in the family. Yeah, but you give you, me the, give me the give me the money. Give me come on, give me the. <laughs> you you don't do that no more. Give me the interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that. You didn't have to do that. This man threw four picks. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Walker, I could put you out there. You would throw four picks. No, you'd at least have the press of my throw out. Take a sack, <laughs> eat the ball. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do the money symbol to skip your morning. You are disrespectful. Funny, but very disrespectful. We, we as OVO family need more from Johnny. 
This is a brand of excellence. So y'all had an intervention with him. Did you, were Not, you part of the intervention? No. Okay. Drake handled that. Drake handled. He's the only one. That Drake can doesn't handle. handle that. He does. He can. He's the only one to get through to Johnny. He and Johnny have a relationship back to the college station. Oh, you know, so he didn't. He didn't let. He didn't like. You know. He didn't like give that to someone else to handle. No, that's a delicate relationship. He doesn't want anybody deal, dealing with that. Okay. Um, so anyway, but no, it, it was cool, man. Um, there, there was, yeah. <laughs> I should have started with this. So we had we had some downtime. Okay. You know, we were at a point to where it was like we don't know what we're gonna do next. We've checked off the big things. Uh-huh. And so my wife was like, Well, what do you want to do now? I said, Well, let's find out what Western Road is. <laughs> Trash. Trash. <laughs> so long ago, I Google mapped it to Western Road. <laughs> You trash. <laughs> anyway, personally, for those I who like don't know, track. for those who don't know, let them know, Gantry. So there's a track on my favorite Drake album to date, Views, called Western Western Road Flows. Okay. So, um, anyway, it was great to see. You know, hey, maybe these are the streets Drake walked in some part of his life. You know, and this is maybe the inspiration behind his rap career to a degree. It was great, man. I almost got emotional, believe it or not. So, almost. Um, almost. Fair yes. enough. Continue. Gotcha. I'm here with my son's like, look, look where we are right now. This is Western Road. He was like, I'm And they're hungry. both asleep, yeah. Right. <laughs> At this point, they really were asleep by the time okay. we eventually found Western Road. Um, but no, man, Toronto's a great city, man. I can't, I can't, can't really people say. People ridiculously nice. Yes. How did you know that? Well, that's just one of the things, like, I hear people joke on, like, you know, this is, it's a nice place when the not on Toronto is. The people are really nice. Like, over-the-top nice. Um, did I mention how clean the city is? Yes, well? you did. Oh, good. You did. But, yeah, I mean, even I think the thing about to the CN Tower when we went there, like, we were trying to navigate through because, like, you park here and you have to cross the street, you know, we got the stroller and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I stopped by and asked this guy who was clearly busy doing something else. Like, had a chef thing on. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just kind of out there. And I was like, hey, look, man, we're trying to get to CN Tower. What's the best way to get there? And this guy, like, not only points us, but he essentially walks with us. And he's just, you know, you're not from here? Yeah. And so, I mean, he walks to the corner and he's like, okay, so I don't want you to go that way because you got the stroller. Go around this way. And da, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. And don't pay to go to the very top. You know, just go to the go to the main part. The top's a waste of money, which he was right. Um so, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, just over the top nice. Because so. you just don't get that the further north you go in major cities. Right, right. Just because being in major cities, you're used to everyone hustling you. Yes. Right? And so you then tend to naturally be standoffish right. when it comes to people you don't know. Correct. You know what I mean? So I'm curious as to how that dynamic was in oh, Toronto. I, I think they lived up to that. Nice. Yeah. So, nice. Um, so the wedding was good. Everything wedding was good. We even um, we we had one huge family event where you know all the family members who had traveled there got together, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to Niagara Falls, which was amazing. It was way more than I expected. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was cool. Uh, we <laughs> we had an issue at customs because <laughs> you know we're going back into the United States oh, at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. with uh, some of my relatives traveling from the Bahamas, it was like okay. Y'all coming back to the U.S. for what? You know, so right. some of them were detained temporarily um, oh, for further questioning. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was an ordeal, but it didn't take any of the fun out of the trip. 
uh, did this made made of the mist deal. You know, boat that goes like right to the teeth of the falls. Oh wow! Oh my goodness, Walker! You feel the power of this water, man, while you're on this boat. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And so, um, yeah. Anyway, you go on the boat, brings you back. Everybody had a blast. You got ponchos on. Great deal. Nice. Yeah, so we got major love, man. Uh, there's a traffic, the, the traffic in Toronto and the surrounding areas is unbelievably terrible. That's the only bad thing I can say about it. Okay. Okay. Anyway. The, 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 uh, did you gain any weight being in Toronto? Was actually, the food good? Actually, I did not. Um, man, I. <laughs> did we, you, we didn't you, have any Toronto, like, native cuisine. Like, before, before, like, in between the wedding and the reception, we had a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. So, do we end up going to KFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, this is all right. I, I had oh, a chicken strip and a half. Oh, come on. You know, it's just like, yeah. Oh, God. The reception, that's a- they, had, they had grilled fish and grilled chicken. Well, I'm not talking veggies. about that. I'm just okay. saying while y'all were, like, doing your thing, like, did you? Because, dude, that, that's a cardinal. Like, that is a rule of mine. If I can get it back home where I am, I don't want it right at all. Well, it, maybe we didn't spend enough time in the city of Toronto because yeah. a lot of our time was on the outskirts, but we just didn't have an opportunity to be exposed to gotcha. native cuisine if there is even such a thing in Toronto. Oh, just just what's what's good here? Like, what do we, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like how you, you asked, so, you know, the person, how do I get to this place? Like, right. what's good? Well, like, you, but driving through, you see a lot of the same stuff you see in the U.S. I mean, you're, you're seeing them. You don't see any Chick-fil-A's. I, I was uncomfortable with that. Um, but the, their big thing is Tim Hortons. You know, Tim Hortons. I was going to make a joke about Tim Hortons earlier. That's oh, a, is okay. it a coffee place? No, or dude. It? It's the Waffle House of Canada. Ah, uh, okay. Relax, guy. Okay. <laughs> just not as. Mm. No, nah, I'm not going to say just, that. It's really nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we didn't. We didn't go. Now my family members that got there before us. I always thought it was like a coffee, but uh, but that makes you sense. Can, yeah. Um, it, it's. I mean, it's nicer than a Waffle House aesthetically, but to the sure. tune of it's never closed and there's one on every corner. That is Fair Tim enough. Hortons. Yeah. And, Fair enough. And the Canadians we met there speak very highly of Tim Hortons. Whatever. Tim Hortons, like, I, I've heard references to Tim Hortons, so I was just okay. curious as to, like, you know, what it was or whatever. I wanted to try it, but, again, we just didn't allocate enough time to do that. I would have definitely have tried a Tim Hortons if I was... Because that really? was one of the places I've heard of that right. people it rave about. really close to the hotel, too, but it's just, we didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, we didn't make an opportunity, because our hotel had free breakfast, so I was just like... I don't care. Oh, you still would have? Yeah, I still would have. Okay. I mean, how often are, well, how often would I be back in Toronto again? You, I mean, you can, you know, when are you going back? I will probably never go back. OVO Gat will be back. I've got family there, so I'll be back. You will definitely be back. I mean, genetically and socially. (laughs) I'll let you pick which one is which. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) In this hypothetical world I've conjured up in my mind. You know, but okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip back. Thanks, guys. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to tell the listeners that you got OVO uh, merch um, in the stash. <laughs> you don't have to tell them. I don't, know what you're you talking, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, what happens between me and OVO stays with me and OVO and our listeners. That's the new Vegas for you. <laughs> you just turned up. <laughs> it is what it is, like oh. they say. All right, all right. Well, all right. Was did you meet Champagne Poppy, or no, is just no, you didn't? But, but 
But dude, I was gonna share this with you, man. So okay. we're at the reception, right? Okay. And I'm expecting heavy Drake influence on the playlist, you know, especially when the dance part starts. Um, and the DJ did not disappoint. But there's a different feel when you hear Drake music in Toronto. Is that is that weird? No. Not really. But I was like, man, why why am I bouncing it's, more than I would have? It's almost kind of like think about how it was or how you would be if you was in Atlanta and Future came on. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just it's different. It's part of the vibe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, I'm feeling this a lot harder than that. Yeah. So anyway, no, dude. Reception wise, okay. Again, cousin, cousin born and raised Nassau, right? His now wife, born and raised Portugal. Okay. So, the reception, they decided to fuse the cultures right there. Dude, we had Portuguese music, Portuguese dancers, Portuguese food. Like, hmm. then we cross over to the Bahamian music, Bahamian dancing, Bahamian food. So, it was jumping. It was just, Yes. So it was jumping. And it was just not because at one moment I just took it in. I'm looking at the dance floor and I'm like, you got people in Portuguese garb mm-hmm. and you got people in Baham- not Bahamian garb really because they don't really dress uniquely. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, we're all here having a good time, man. Nice. And it, it was kind of like a, it kind of it kind of made me feel like this is this is what Toronto is. Because in navigating a, through a the city. Yeah, when you navigate through the city, you see you'll see a guy with a You'll see people with bendies, and you'll see a guy with a head wrap, and you'll see, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. You see, yeah, that's, that's, that's supposed to be. You'll see Asian people, like you'll see everybody. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, you come here to visit, you're going to see a lot of the same. In the South, it's, you know, specifically. yeah, Atlanta is not not really yeah in that equation, and maybe yeah. it's just a major city thing. Like Miami's know. different. Yeah. Atlanta's different. Your LA, that's a big major. City. Yeah, your big major cities are a little gotcha. different. I sound very basic now, but anyway, that's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. No, 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 no. But, but but I've traveled enough to, to notice the difference. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I've been to your Atlanta's, your LA's, uh, even Hawaii for that matter. Right. Like, and your New York's and yeah, you know, your major metropolitan sure. areas. But that wouldn't be one of my takeaways. Right. But for some reason, Toronto, I was able to. Really hold on to that and bring that away because interesting. I'm thinking, see, I'm thinking that I was going to see more white skinned people than anything, you know. Hey, hockey park, you know, like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. But it was like no, nice, nice uh, <laughs> imitation of that too. <laughs> so much sarcasm, in there, but go ahead. Right. <laughs> but that's what I was expecting to see majority of, and I did not see that. I saw some of that, yeah. But majority speaking, I just saw a lot of. Yeah, I, I didn't realize the, of how culturally like diverse Toronto was until oh. like in the past year or so. Yeah, yeah, and it actually took uh, Drake to help me see that, just because of how many people rock with like his the sound or where his sound was coming from. Right. So yeah. A lot of Jamaican flags yes. flying in Toronto. As yes, well. the Jamaican, like that Jamaican. Yeah, I heard it was. And I heard it's it was crazy. Nuts. Like, like the, I can see you living there. Yeah. Did, did I give you an idea? You did. Okay. More on that later, though. Wifey ain't with that. No, I mean not realistically, but but yeah, I'm just saying, like it, you. If push came to shove, and, and your, I had to go there. We'd be all right. Yeah, you would, especially. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but like. You and your like younger years, like in your oh, low twenties out of college, could have definitely done Toronto. Yes, yeah, 
Absolutely. Oh, now, yeah. granted, we just don't. We didn't know of Toronto then. No. And who's to say it would have been that way then? Who knows? In my but impression, Toronto is like a city that's under snow all the time. I mean, dude, you did come through. You did visit Toronto PC, the though. best two, three months. Right. Yes. The think, other I nine, it is. Had this wedding been in January, I don't think I'd be as no. excited about Toronto. The, like, I, I would like to visit Toronto, and it's, this is definitely the time of year I would, I would yeah. like to go. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So you mentioned weddings, and that that's a nice segue into like me talking about my family. So I told you that before the, the before we started taping, got to discuss my my family. Right. So yesterday, um, my mom and dad celebrated forty five years of marriage. Right? Your dad's twenty seven. I don't know. Yeah, how I know it. That. Hey, hey. Yeah, he looks great. My mom looks great too. Um, hey, your future's bright, kid. <laughs> anyway, so happy. Go ahead, go ahead. So happy. So happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my mom celebrates a birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Um, this is the 25th of August. So her birth- so the way it's set up is their anniversary is the 24th. My mom's birthday is the next day. My niece's birthday is the day after that. No way. Because I think usually my parents go out of town during this time. And, like, while they were out of town, my sister went into labor. So my niece was born. My niece was born and her grandparents weren't around. So, like, everyone else in the family collectively, like, was around. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So it was was actually funny because the morning, like, when she went into labor, she would always, my sister would always be like, I feel funny or I feel like I got gas. And I was like, whatever. So she, this morning, it was almost like the boy who cried wolf yes. because she was like, I feel funny. And I was like, whatever. I'm yeah. late for school. Cause you know, I'm driving myself at this point. I'm like, right. whatever. Hold it. When I get back, right. had no, idea. went on about my day. Like whatever came back cars at the house. My auntie uncles are there. My grandmom is there. Oh, They're getting ready to take her to the hospital. I'm like, no, you were serious. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was like, uh, yeah, brother. But uh, yeah, yeah. So my niece was born the day after her birthday. Yeah. So it's just like a parade of 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 these special moments and whatnot. So yes, my 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 parents celebrated 45 years. That's yesterday. amazing, man. So I just asked them. Hey. Yeah, I know. Got to tip the hat. Got to tip the hat to that. Um, and they actually like each other, which is, you know what I mean? You can be, some people are, the, you be like, so are y'all just in it for the numbers? Right. You're in it for that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, right. you know, you, and then you see some couples who, you see some couples who, they stay together just for the sake of the kids. Like, right. once the kids get grown out the house, then we'll go our separate ways. And, we, and I've seen it happen to some of my friends. It's it's really common, dude. That's crazy, yeah. dude. That's so crazy. But and then you can understand trying to help, but I don't I don't know if you even help the kids. No, no. I don't think it's, you ever help it's an them. Excuse, really. Yeah, I think it really is. You just kind of prolong it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But because you still got it, they're still devastated because they have fixed in their mind that y'all are always going to be or stay together anyway. Right. Right. So it's still whether they're a young adult or a teenager or a kid, it's still going to affect them. Right. Right. It is all a matter of how you approach it. But anyway, back to my folks. Like I asked my mom, I was like, we got into a nice little conversation. I don't know why we had, I had this conversation before I went to work. Cause I was like, usually I'm like, all right, mom, I'm in and out. But if we call them and I was like, 
So did you? So do you still love Dad? Do you love Dad differently now than when you did when y'all got married? Okay. And my dad just burst out laughing because the way I phrased it. Yeah. Right. Because Mom was like, "Oh, it's definitely changed, for sure." Oh, this is good, Walker. It's definitely changed, and I'm like. Do tell because you know you hear people say my love for you has changed over time, and I'm like, what does that even mean, yeah. really? You know what I mean? And so my mom went into it, and she was like, well, it's just the experiences that we've had. Like I'm not the same person I was when I said I do, or even when he met me. Like I've evolved. Like I've changed. He's changed for the most part, and so. And when you throw life experiences on top of that, coping with the fact that our parents are no longer like, well, his mom is still alive. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's still alive. His, his dad, my granddad was actually murdered. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, my mom's parents, my grandmother passed last year. Her father, my granddad, passed several years ago, like many years ago. Okay. So when you when you tack on those life experiences with kids, then then they're evolving. They're evolving. And every day is the constant decision to still choose this person. When you look through the timeline of life and what has happened since you said I do, that and, and this is still my best friend throughout all of that. Mm-hmm. My love for you is just very my love for you know for anyone is just different yeah. after that point because now you got the you have the gift of experience that I don't have yet you know what I'm saying like I got some experiences with my wife and we get along extremely well it's it's nuts how well we get along in our own little world but I'm like what makes me nervous is we ain't had kids yet we had had to deal with our parents <laughs> taking care of our parents like what what will our love look like? Going like my parents have gone, they're really on the latter part of their love, right? Because what other life serious challenges are they going to really face? They're coasting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're on the other part, other side of the storm, if you will, yeah. in terms of just dealing with life. Like, my dad's retired, my mom's about to retire in the next few years. They're just going to like travel the world and That's just gorgeous. be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what and what she was saying and what it made sense to me because I began to look at my life, right? And I look at, you look at how you approach, and it makes so much sense when she said it. You look at how I approach money. Like I look at how I looked at money when I was 16 versus how I look at money oh. today. Totally oh, different. different. Like if Ooh. I still had the same approach to life, that I did at 16, I'll probably be a failure yeah, today. I would like, definitely be. I'll be a just just a terrible failure, right? right? So, in 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 looking at how we look at life, money, work, our career, health, like you look at food differently, yeah. right? Look at how we look at food at 16 versus today, Preach. right? Yeah. So, why would love be different? Why wouldn't love be any different, right? So when I look, so when they look back over the years of all these experiences and I look at the person, like when they, when they got married, because I think, I think they just went to the courthouse, I think. 
But when I look at when they got married and where they are now and all the experiences and things that have, that have happened as a result of that, dude, you can't tell them they don't love each other anymore because they've been choosing each other ever since then. Because yeah. you can eat it's again, it goes back to the analogy of like the, the parents who decide that, Hey, we're just going to stick around for the kids. Well, at some point they agreed, I'm not choosing you no more. I'm choosing the kids. Right. So since we're choosing the kids, here's what we're going to do for what we think is in their best interest. We're going to stay together and be roommates and raise the kids. And then when they get to a place where they're on their own, they have their own lives. We have our own lives. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you're constantly choosing this person, like well, another thing, and God forbid, because my wife and I are very, my wife has kind of been having some challenges and whatnot health wise. Um, but for the most part, she's a healthy, she eats good. She eats well. You know, we work out, exercise, go to the gym when we can. Y'all go, y'all go hard. Yeah. <laughs> but what if she has to be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life? Or what if, you know what I'm saying? Like real stuff that you see couples go through. Like the, you remember the, you remember the, uh, video by Music Soul Child, like Don't Change? Yes. You remember? So I remember watching that video, right? By the way, that's a very unrealistic video, just for, just for the record. I'll get to that. Because if my wife ended up in a wheelchair today, definitely would choose her. Yeah. Right? Right. I wouldn't be that. Per- but some people are. Some people are. Right. Some people will leave. Yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. So So my thing is I would choose her probably because of the experiences that we've had up to this point. You see what I'm saying? It's like I'm not walking away because I've. It's almost like I've made such a habit of choosing this person, and this person, their leg may be injured or they may be par- paralyzed, but our friendship isn't paralyzed. So it's hard to walk away from the friendship, and you, my buddy, when I've been choosing you all up to this point. I'm just gonna let this get in the way of that. And I see that. Now, if I'm at the altar, if we're about to get married, I don't know if I've been choosing you enough. That's why I would struggle with that. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. Now, again, you still it's, it's tough, right? Like, you'd almost have to push things back if we're... Because I, I don't know where her head is. She ain't like, I ain't trying to get married like this. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, so you real, haven't even assessed so that, that part of it. So that's why I'm like, I don't think that's real. <laughs> realistic in, in a sense. You could end up at the altar again. But I know, I just know my wife. If she something, God forbid, happened to her, you know, had happened to her back then, I don't know if she would want to marry me. Huh. I don't know if she would want to, just right. because but she's wired a certain way. You know how your wife is. There's certain things would happen the way she's wired, she'd be like, no. Or let's take some time to talk about this. Yeah, like yeah. if you don't want to get married, I totally get it. Right. You know what I mean? Just it's I just it's a lot that happen has to happen. I brought up music's at that analogy of his video because I think that it's easier to choose a person after a life event when you have history with them. And when you have these experiences with them and you've built this relationship with them, it's easy. Like it's like a, a life event can't really knock you off your horse that easily when you've been in the habit of choosing them. What do you think? It, it sounds like you're putting putting like a time restraint on that, though. Um, Not necessarily. 
Not necessarily. Okay. To a degree, I am, but you still have to choose a person. Because even before me and my wife got married, we hit we hit a bump during the during the engagement process, yeah. a serious bump. Same and I had to choose. We we had to like, all right, maybe this is our first challenge. I still love this person. Yeah. And I still choose this person. But in comparison to what my folks have gone through, yeah, it, I, don't, I don't. I think it. I, don't I know think what we went fair though. Why you say that? So, so you brought up the you brought up the analogy of like if we were at the altar, you uh-huh. don't know if you'd be as willing to. Right. So, if you're at the altar though, Walker, you pretty much have made your decision. You put the ring on it. Sure. I I don't know how you were, but sure. I had to emotionally know before sure. I went and spent X amount of thousands of dollars on this superficial <laughs> item of <laughs> this is this is what this is. The only- yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I'm just, if I'm just like that happens, haven't we established that? Because it's not like, oh, not well, necessarily. Okay, will you marry me unless you have the? No, no. It's like, will you marry? Will you be my wife? Not necessarily. I'm listening. Not necessarily. I'm, that that's just where because my, because I understand what you're saying because I had the same conviction when I went to go put down to pay out. X amount of thousands of dollars on her ring. Right. Right. I had the conviction. I had to go take a nap after I paid for that <laughs> ring. <laughs> I took a shot. <laughs> Holy smoke. Bro, that was an emotional experience. I was like, oh my God. Right. Dude. Anyway, but after you, that's why I know the conviction that comes behind it. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and I got it right. right. She loved it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, great, perfect. But I'm saying what happens is we make, it's with anything in life, we make decisions based off of what we think we know. Yeah. that's Yeah. See what I'm saying? So I'm making decisions based off of the scenario that I think is is what the case is. Okay. Right? Yeah. Anything can happen between engagement to alter that can change the scenario. True. And, and again, you have to decide, am I okay with this scenario? True. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying it's a sure deal that you were convicted at one time that this is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. It was all based on a subset of information that you've acquired from dating that person. Right. Well, if you're still getting new information coming in, right, that can potentially change the whole dynamic of it, it could affect your commitment level, it depending can. on who you are. There you go. That last part still Depending on who you yeah. are. Yeah. Because knowing how I'm wired, if, if I have gone to you and said, I want you to be my wife, at that point, so all, if, all bets are off. So if, 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 so if your fiance, if you found out she caught a body... <laughs> She didn't catch your body. She didn't catch your body. You found out she stabbed her ex. We're. <laughs> I don't like you. We're we're having we're having a discussion. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But is that keeping me from sealing it at the altar? Not necessarily. All right. Because again, the way I don't I'm think wired, there's a right or wrong answer to this. But the way I'm wired is, if if I'm gonna go through this financial duress, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
to 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 seal this part of this whole process, mm-hmm. I'm already convinced. So there's at this point, you can you can not nah, I say you can't do no wrong, but so when y'all had challenges during before you said I do, yeah, like the the engagement counseling and all that. Yeah. So when you had those had challenges, how did you how did you in yourself because first you got to resolve it with yourself before you resolve it with her. Right. So was that a was that a process or yeah. did that That was a big process. Gotcha. <laughs> um but thankfully there wasn't anything big enough to make me think, okay, well, <laughs> we need to take the waiting date off the calendar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But there were still things like, okay, hold on now. Um you talking about flowers, but we still got <laughs> We still, we still got to talk about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So yeah. in, in that regard, you got to pump the brakes a little bit and be like, oh, because if you decide to do the premarital counseling route, nine times out of ten, you're going to find out something you didn't know beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. when you find those things out, you deal with them. Right. So. Yeah, I believe in that. I believe in that. But, but, I, and but I'm, as I say that, Walker, I even believe, if I'm being brutally honest, that's even conditional because I can't look you in the eye and say, well, Man, if she did stab her ex, that's not going to impact me any. Like, I got to protect myself. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I don't know. But again, we're wired a certain way. Right. And there's certain information that can trigger some things for us. There's certain things that we hear that can make us really begin to reevaluate the relationship, our commitment level to it, based off of what the situation is now. Huh. Okay. That, that can affect things. Like, yeah. it, there's a reason why people get divorced. True. There's a reason why there's there is a reason why people get divorced, dude. Like, so you get into the situation, and again, I I I gave a, I always ask my wife. My wife is so no nonsense, as I'm sure yours is. Oh but I respect it, yeah, because I you know I look at what a lot of women deal with today, in terms of like dating. I use women specifically because you just look at women in entertainment. A lot of them have convinced themselves that guys are going to cheat. Da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they 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 tolerate more than my wife would ever tolerate. Right. Right. Same here. And the only reason why I respect my wife's stance on, it, even though I joke with her about it, is because she's all in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, it goes to a, it goes back to a principle that I have. I never expect something of someone that I'm not giving myself. There you go. Right. So the reason why she would walk away immediately if I was to act a fool is because she's giving it a hundred percent. Right. She's committed right. and devoted to me. It's it's me. It's no other guy. No nothing else. Right. It's me. So for me to 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 deviate from the arrangement, that's a problem for her. You know what I'm saying? So my I bring that up to say that because she is so committed to us as a as a marriage and I'm committed to her I it's, it's difficult for me to foresee any challenge knocking us off it's okay. easy to say that while you're in a marriage right of course right. but I, I I just look at and my parents have said this divorce is not an option for us there you go and the way they get along with each other, they I've seen them get on each other's nerves in a good way. Like they harass each other. Sure. We do that. Like me and my wife do that. Like we we are good to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. I just I think my biggest thing is like, okay, 
how will I like the process? That I guess that's what I'm getting into because I'm not worried about where we're going. We're going to make it. I'm convinced we're going to make it. Yeah. Like she's not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. I don't want to go anywhere else. I yeah. I think. Shout out to my my single people. I'm praying for you. You know what I mean? I'm I'm so happy I'm married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so happy I found someone that is my best friend and loves me unconditionally. Right. Right. But I'm like, what is the process going to look like that's going to shape our marriage to be like what my folks' marriage is today? Hmm. And her parents' marriage. Yeah. That's what I look at. Like, is it going to be some life challenges? Is it just going to be us still coasting? What is it? Like, you have experiences I don't have yet with the kids. And you kind of talked about it on the podcast about how that has impacted y'all to a degree. Yeah. We don't have those reps. Right. So it makes me kind of anxious about the future in terms of how our dynamic changes a bit. Well, and, and I guess the, the thing, and I, I don't know the intricacies of your marriage and it's none of my business, but at least from what I've been exposed to, you seem like you've solidified that. And if not, you're, you're adding more foundation to that. Right. And that's the stuff that I believe, thinking of it, and, and I'm not, and I'll be honest, we're not totally delivered from all the emotional trauma that comes with having kids. Like we're still trying to rebuild. Right. So, um, but I don't think we came into the kids thing as strong as we thought we were. Right. But you got to think. And, and I I know, I know one thing, my wife and I, we, we realized how committed we were when we were in the trenches. Cause there were points, especially after my first son was born, we, there there was a lot of tension because I'm I'm going back to something you, you said too. I know how I'm wired. I'm very like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That, that's how I am. Like mm-hmm. I, I want everything to be a certain way to the end of the end of the day. And if it changes, right, right, you're thrown off. Yeah, you're thrown, that's my wife. My wife. That's my wife. My wife. She changes her mind every millisecond. <laughs> that's difficult for me. Right. 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 So it's just like I came. I came into. I came into um, us having our first child with things like boom, boom, boom. Then my then my son's born. My oldest son's born, and I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> this is great, great, right, right. But when we get back to the house, it's gonna be boom, boom, boom. But no, now it's boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I struggle with that, and, yeah. and and I'm being I'm being super vulnerable here, and I'm being super open yeah. with you. But to the point of me thinking like, maybe maybe they're better off together with me out of the picture. I went through this. What? Yes, dude, because there was there was a period, man. Like all the attention was on him. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and yeah. I remember going to my wife like, so um, day night Friday, <laughs> and she's looking to be like. Have you lost your mind today? You <laughs> like, are sensitive son of a yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um she didn't say that, but that's a look she gave yeah. me. And she she was very my, my wife is she she tries her best to be nice and she's like, Ronnie, that's very thoughtful, but here's what I have going on, you know, to, to, so I can handle the kid. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm gonna be able to squeeze that in. And this is the first kid, so like all you you know, you're you're just you're totally you're totally focused. Even I was, I didn't realize at the time, but all of your attention's on the kid. Second kid, he just kind of he kind of comes through and is like, okay, we'll just find something to do. We're, we're... <laughs> That's bad, but Goodness. um, but no, man, it's like there were several of those points where I, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna just so I'm gonna just dip in the middle of the night and no one's ever gonna notice. 
And then I, I'm, I'm still going to be involved in his life because I, I am going to be an impactful father. Yeah. But as far as like the union with us, I, I just don't feel like there's anything there. But the thing I had to learn, Walker, was that 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 was a weakness. You know, that was like that was me being selfish, number one, and me not assessing the entire situation. This, this is a child that that was assigned to us. Sure. Right. We have a responsibility for this child. When this child is in its infancy, this child can't do anything without us. Can I ask you this question? You can. Again, let me. I have to ask questions because sure. you have you have something on you have something on me that I don't have, and that's experience. Oh, well. No, 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 no. I, and I have to and I have to respect that. Okay. So let me ask it. Let me pose it as a question. Okay. So when you say selfish, is is it is it selfish that you want to spend time with her, or is is it that you ha- you still are in tune with your needs? Your needs never went anywhere. True. Even though you have a responsibility to this child that you that you brought into this world. Right. And it and in terms of getting your need, you may have to get your need met, but in a different way from where you used to meet it when the child wasn't here. Uh, definitely the latter of that. Okay. So, but it with because because I feel like it's an adjustment, like right. how we spend time together. We it may not be the way we used to spend time together, but I'm still spending like as long as you know we can sit in the living room with the baby. And watch a movie that, together, and we're spending time together, but we're still parenting. These these were these were um, alternatives presented to me by my wife. Ah, but I was too selfish you to was, accept. I was like, no. That's where the selfishness no. came you, in. You leave the kid here with your mom, your mom. It had to be we, on your terms. But again, it goes back to how I was wired. It's gotcha. Gotcha. Boom, boom, boom. It's like, gotcha. no, no. When we do date night, we do date night that this makes, way. I don't want to do date night any other way. You just brought it full circle. Yeah. I got you. Like, okay. But that's the opportunity I had to take to grow. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and being even more transparent, my wife didn't know how to convey that to me. Gotcha. So thank God, I, thank God I've got a good circle of guys around me that I can, you know, voice, you know, yeah. these, these thoughts with yeah. and they can kind of say, okay, Ronnie, look, your heart's in the right place, but you're just going to have to change the way you do things. Right. You know, you can still... you. If your date night is going to a movie and having dinner, you can still go pick up uh, GM Marcos on the way home, bring it, bring it back to the crib, and you're just firing up a movie electronically. Right. You're still, you're still in that movie sequence. You can even get some popcorn to, to fire up. And like one of my homeboys said, you'll probably, you could probably do all that and still come off cheaper than going. <laughs> absolutely, and it, it'll mean even with GM Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. To our non-local listeners, Gia Marcos is probably one of the best restaurants in Birmingham. So, anyway. It's my wife's favorite restaurant. Is it? On the planet. Not just here. Really? On the planet. We have to talk offline about what she gets. I, okay. I've been there before, and I, I enjoy it. Yes. I enjoyed it when I went. I just don't go enough. I'm not as crazy about it as she is. That's, I'm probably with you. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. 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 So, I, I just think it's the constant, even through that, it's the constant choosing. Yes. So, you chose... The new Tabitha. Right, right. And I'm, you're in my bad admission, your wife's That's name. fine. I've done it already. Right. Um, but no, but it, go, it, goes back to, it goes back to your point of how you opened it up with your parents. You asked mm. your parents, did your love change? Yeah. yeah. Ours, ours did, and ours is still, mm-hmm. and ours will even yeah. more. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. went, we went to, um, 
we went to a friend of mine's 40th birthday party last night. Okay. You know, it's family friendly, so we brought the kids along. Okay. And um, so is that what, what what we do when we get older? We have family friendly birthday parties because everything you go to is family friendly. It, it has to be. Okay. Right. <laughs> at least at least right now. At least right now. That's funny right. though. Like, <laughs> like that's my youngest son who, who turned also turned one yesterday. Um, oh, happy birthday! To thanks, him. man. Young I'm ready. <laughs> I still can't process it. Wow. But um, you know, we're we're getting there to where. Both each of us are a little more comfortable, like saying, "Okay, yeah, you know, let's say no over there. You know, say ham over there. They're gonna be okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, but we 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 had a we had a communication mishap, and it resulted in us being showing up to this event later than I had anticipated us showing up. Mm-hmm. But I had I had situated everything from a planning perspective to flow the way they were supposed to as long as everybody followed the rules and my wife decided she wasn't gonna follow the rules for whatever she had good reasons for for not following the rules but so um we're we're in the car over there i'm i'm furious because like this this the square doesn't fit in the square hole right now i can i can be like that at times dude and i'm like that 90 percent, and i hate it i'm trying to be better but anyway but um calmly i'm thinking okay let's let's assess this where do things go wrong and then i found out in that moment that the way I communicated with her about one particular topic, she doesn't want to be communicated with uh, like that that particular way. Now, I I had I had noticed that I had changed the way I communicated about this particular thing before, mm-hmm. but now it's like, Mm-mm-mm. okay, you you did great back then, but now since this and this is going on, can you convey that this way? <laughs> And in that moment, I'm, I'm be brutally honest. In that moment, Walker, I put I went ten into. I never dropped ten into. I went ten into, and I looked straight ahead, and I just ended the conversation because I'm like, I'm changing every twenty seconds, and I'm not comfortable with this. Now, there's a restoration period that that my wife and I were, are big on. So in that moment, I was heated. I'm like, we're not gonna do this. You know, boys in the car are not yelling. So we get home, got get the boys to bed. And it's like, okay, look, I was angry when you said that because I feel like I changed to do this. Now you want me to change this the way again? And she's like, Ronnie, I'm sorry. But it's just it's just the way I, I'm evolving. It's the way our schedule looks now. We've got these elements in our. That's beautiful, okay. man. That's okay. beautiful that yeah. you that you even have those conversations. Yeah, man. But it's, it's it's like to have those conversations. You got to know emotionally that I'm in. I'm in it with this man. And come from my wife's perspective, I'm in it with this man, and we're gonna figure this out so right. we can keep moving. Right. And and again, I think the key to being able to manage these things. And here's how you know, like, this is someone I want to marry. Like, I genuinely like this person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I've been in relationships with people that I've dated. And here's why I knew it was over. When we would have issues and I'm like, if we get past this, will I still really like them? <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, do yeah. I like them enough to come back to the table? Right. No. Wow. Really. But you knew that. But once I figured out, I was like, it's over. <laughs> it's over. And with my wife, we have so much. We have, like, we get along so well. Like, that is my best friend like oh, seriously wow. yeah That's like huge man so when we have these little tiffs <laughs> like we want to call them right i'm like you know it's way too much energy 
to be mad at her. There you go. <laughs> this is this is this is way too much. Like I don't use any energy when we get along. Let's go. Let's go work this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's what. So that's that's the opposite of how it was in my dating life. So when you, when I'm on this side of marriage and there's an issue, I'm like, this is my best friend. Like now I can easily give her the benefit of the doubt. Right. When there is an issue. Now this girl loves me ridiculously. So clearly she didn't mean it that way. So let's approach it this way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it, it changes how I deal with her. It changes how we communicate and how we get through some stuff. So I, I feel like even in these moments as life brings challenges our way, because we have a nice foundation and nucleus in place, we're prepared to handle these challenges like my parents was. Yeah. And have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? And her parents are. Because I think her parents have maybe been married 42 years. Like, they're right behind my parents. Oh my so, yeah. Like, we have 80-plus <laughs> years of marital example you know, just yeah. at our at our footsteps. You know what I'm saying? Dude, can, can we do some math here? Yeah. Okay. My wife and I just celebrated nine years. Yep. Your parents 45. Yep. That's five times. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They've done what y'all've done five times. Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's mind blowing to me. That's amazing. They've did what I've done almost <laughs> eight times. <laughs> Seven or seven and a half. That's nuts, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So it's it's shout outs to my parents. Actually, Gats tipping his head through. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs that tip? (laughs) I got tip for you. Yeah, man. But no, parents are killing it. They're at the beach right now. Nice, man. They're at the beach right now, hanging out. Um, so I'm proud of them. Um, I, 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 my prayer is that my wife and I. Have what they have, yeah. you know, at their age, and what and what my in laws have. Um, so I'm happy for that, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, let's segue over into, I think this is a topic. Uh, this is a topic that I've coined, and I think Gatry will like it. Uh, it's it's questions white people ask Gatry, <laughs> right? Right. Now here's the thing. Also known as coworkers' corner. Coworkers. <laughs> No, I like questions white yeah, people ask. That's a lot better. That's yeah, lot better. it's right. it's it's great because here's why I say that is I have coworkers who are white and we joke all the time. We talk about different stuff. I have a buddy who talks to me all the time about football. We joke and we chop it up. Yeah. He graduated from Auburn, okay. So he loves okay. talking about Auburn football, and we talk. We'll talk for a long time about stuff. Okay. I promise you, we have yet to have a conversation about the kneeling. We've got to be kidding. It's clearly something that's on me that says, don't ask this militant black man a thing about black people. Oh, yeah. It's clearly all over me. It's all, I own it. I own it. You can ask me anything. I don't know how I will respond. And I think that's what I give off to white people. Because apparently white people don't have this issue asking me questions. (laughs) The things they ask you, they wouldn't dare ask me. And I don't know why I give it off. You, I don't. But you know what's crazy? I'm so naive. I'm thinking that this is what happens with every black person. No. No. That's why this segment is appropriately named the way it is. <laughs> Touche. Because I promise you, there's people listening to this podcast going to say, I wish a white person would <laughs> ask me this or would say this to well, me. And again, I'm not against 
at having conversation, right. but I think we're there's such a fear with asking certain because you again you don't know who to ask in some some cases. So That's a lot true. of it is just you're just shy as to who to ask without having conflict. But I'm not. I don't think I'm that person. Mm. Now I may not tell you what you want to hear. Now I will be honest with you. Right. So that may be another thing that may give you make you anxious to ask Walker a question. Right. But yeah, no people stuff people ask you. <laughs> Whoa. Now, granted, I'm in a much more conservative corporate environment as well too. I, I have to factor that in. You're in a very relaxed situation, right? Right. And even when you were, we were in Gatra again. We used to work together. I don't think people ask you a lot no, of the questions no. that they. So that could I, have I something to do that. with it. Right, right. That could have something to do I, with it. I, I can think of one of. The oh, you mentioned I've one. Yeah, you mentioned one. It was one. a really conservative environment, and I was still asked these questions. So okay. No, but you're very. You're hey. You got something on you, buddy. Use it. It's a gift. I, and that's what I was just about to say. Like it's I, a I gift. believe it's a spiritual gift at this it's point. A gift. So God any, didn't give anyway. it to me. <laughs> Did not give it to me. He gave me some gifts, but that wasn't one of them. Gotcha. Well. Uh, Anyway, so at, at work and um, talking to this guy who, who I absolutely think the world of, super, one of the one of the funniest people I've ever encountered. Okay. Um, so anyway, we're in there just chopping it up, and I was like, "Man, it's so hard for me to believe. Like, it's so hard for me to believe that my youngest son turns one today. This was yesterday, mm-hmm. and I just explained to him like how I'm struggling with that from a timeline perspective." Mm-hmm. And so he he challenges me in that moment. He says, you know, look, look over there on the bookshelf or whatever. And he's got pictures of his family and daughters up there. And he's like, you got nothing to worry about. Look at my girls. You know, he's he's got a, he's got um, one girl that I think's in college, another another girl that just started her senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, okay, well, I guess that that's the thanks, man. That helps me put it in perspective. He's like, enjoy it. Uh, you know, stuff you hear all the time. Yeah. So um, then he talks about how fast life comes at you or whatever. And he, he goes on to talk about his youngest daughter. And he's like, yeah, you know, she's um, she's really in this serious relationship with this uh, this guy she's been seeing for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he said... She in love with a Coco? Huh? She's in love with a Coco? Is he black? Coco? Yes. You just ruined it. <laughs> 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 All right, this episode's done. <laughs> I'll, I'll still, I'll still do it. But you, you, you fast forward to it, the I saw end. It, I saw I'm, it I'm coming. Boring. I know. I saw I know. it coming. Okay. Um, so anyway. Shout out to OT Genesis. <laughs> Go for it. So, um, you know, he's like, yeah. He's like, my wife and I were high school sweethearts. So, I, you know, I get it. Da, da. And I was like, well, you know, that's, that's cool. He's like, you have, you see, you don't even have to start worrying about stuff like that. And so um, he pulls out his wallet. Now, I didn't think people still kept pictures in their wallet, but this guy does. <laughs> he pulls out a wallet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. He pulls out a wallet, and he's got wallet-sized pictures. He's like accordion. He's just going through. And so he pulls out a prom picture of his youngest daughter mm-hmm. and this guy. Mm-hmm. And he shows it to me. Walker in that moment, and I guess I felt very comfortable, or I'm just getting old and I can't process things the same way. I hold the picture and I was like, "This is the guy," <laughs> just like I said, it. just like like with the same energy and everything. Yeah. And so he takes his picture back and he sinks back in his chair and he say, "Yeah." He leans over. He says, "Is there a problem?" And I was like, "No, nah. no, I just, I just wasn't." And I caught myself. 
And he said, you weren't. I said, let's just drop it. I said, I think, I think we're good. <laughs> so he's like, you sure? And I mean, he knows. Like, he can smell what's going on right now. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, I'll be honest. I was caught off guard by the picture, you know. And he's like, you were. What, what, what made you so caught off guard by it? And I was like, let, let, let's not. Let's not do this, you know. That's why white people don't ask me questions. <laughs> Brutally but, honest. But <laughs> finally, I was able to talk my way out of that. And at least in that moment, we dropped it. But I know he's thinking, okay, clearly, Ronnie's got an issue with my daughter dating a black guy. Did you? I didn't. But here's the issue, Walker. The energy that I gave makes it seem like I do. No, it wasn't. Walker, I was shocked. I was appalled. Appalled is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's different. That's different. Forgive me. I was about to say, that's different. You were appalled? (laughs) Can I edit this? I wasn't appalled. I was shocked. Just because okay. assessing the optics, Walker, and we're being brutally honest here, this man doesn't seem like he'd be the type of guy that would have two daughters that would come anywhere near a black male. That's me sizing up the optics on the outside looking in, not knowing anything intimate about this individual. I was wrong for having those thoughts. No. I believe. Well, 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 okay. Walker, listen, and I'm going to tell you why, why I'm wrong. Okay. Because I deal with, the, I deal with that, those same optics every day. Here, but I, I'm a little different. I'm a little different. Let's hear it. Your different. mic's on. If I'm, in your, if I'm in your co-worker's office and he shows me the why, I was like, oh, this is, this, is our, this is our boyfriend here? He was like, yeah. There at the end, he, and he says. Is, is everything okay? Is, is, Yes, it is. Wow. So she's so she's dating. So I was like, that's cool. That's the energy I should have had. Ah, because I'm like, hey, if you good with it, I'll if you like it, I love it. And deep down, I had that energy, but I was just give it. But I was you just shocked. You 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 were still in the moment. It's okay. My thing is that's okay. Before that incident, you could have said, okay, okay, Ronnie, listen. You know nothing about this guy's family dynamic, but let's just say hypothetically you had a high school daughter. How much would you bet that she'd have a black boyfriend? My bet wouldn't increase a penny. I wouldn't have bet any amount of money on that just because of how how this man portrays himself and what I know about him after working alongside him for three months. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Because again, I'm on the opposite side of that. There are people who there are people who are going to look at me and think one thing. I don't think that's a reflection on him per se. I'm listening. He can make it a reflection on him. But see, I don't I don't know if he did. I think I did. Sure, I would have done that. Right. Instead of instead of instead of just going to this man like I like I treat most people. And see, here's the thing. I don't know why people date who they date. Right. And it's I have of, no context. It's none of my business. None of my business. Right. So I saw that. Did she like, been with him two years? A word. For, for you him, good? Because <laughs> really, th- that's the question. I'm great. Are you good? Are you good? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? If you want to, if you want to go there, yeah. but I wouldn't. You but know, are you he good? Was, he wasn't discouraged. He actually said it with a sense of pride because he he saw it with like he and his wife being high school sweethearts, and mm-hmm. he sees his daughter going through the same thing. I don't think he cares cares about the color of this young man's skin. You good with the? Hey, that's to me that to me 
if anything, Gatry, that's just a missed opportunity to right. really to get to that point. And here's the thing, Walker. I don't miss those opportunities. I did yesterday. Eh. So I'm Mr. Culture. Cross culture. You're Mr. Culture? Yes. I love everyone, Walker. Says, Bring it in. Says the guy who just came back from Toronto. <laughs> First test and you flunked it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. No, but I mean, seriously, like... Yeah. No. So I've been beating myself up over that one. This this is the second time I've shared. I've shared this with my wife yet, but yeah, dude, I you, just hate you, that I you, reacted you, that you, way. Yeah, you, no, I think you choked. I think he put you in a corner. No, he didn't. no, he did. he did not. He, he did because he, he was like, "Is there a problem?" <laughs> he backed you, and then you said, "What?" What, what do you expect him to say? <laughs> what do you expect him <laughs> to say after the reaction I gave? After the, I would have had a similar reaction. I would have been like, oh, yeah? This is him? Yeah, is there a problem? I think part of it was to say, no. oh, you know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we all know That's this. funny. Now, that would have been funny. That would have been hilarious. That would have been an epic save. <laughs> you know this dude right here? You, you need me to close the door? Right. <laughs> no, but no, dude. I don't, I don't want to be the one bringing the awkward. Not on something like race dynamics. I'll bring the awkward on other stuff. Dude, dude, the elephant is all around us. Let's not sit here and act like... Let's not sit here and act like it's not going to be a surprise to see someone dating someone outside of their race in Birmingham, Alabama. Like, why are we going to sit here and act like that? And we can be surprised, but do we have to give that off? Do I have to give that off? No. No. You don't have to. You don't have to. But it's not like I'm against it either. Okay. I don't like the way I, I handle that situation. I mean, my thing is, listen, if you can see, that's that was my dad's attitude. As long as she loves you, she loves God. I care who you bring through here. Right. You got to live with them. It's so real, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she can be the same. She can be the same skin color and get make a note of that all the way under your skin. skin. Get all the way under your skin and get on your nerves. Yeah. And trust me, that has happened. Oof, you know what I'm saying? Preach. So I'm, I'm like, you know, who you, who you, and this, this, this is very interesting. I almost kind of want to segue into it. I don't even know if we have enough time, but I don't think men, there are some men who have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sh- I haven't decided where I stand on that issue. Okay. Um, I'm not sure where I stand on the issue of of interracial dating. In terms of, because you know, some people like listen. You're, you know, some some people make it a really um, racial issue if you like if you choose to date outside of your race. Like it it can be a very touchy situation. I don't even know if we got time to even dive into that. I got some great examples whenever we do have time, though. Um. But I, I, I'm form. I'm still forming my opinion of it. I think that I am all for a person choosing someone that makes them happy, and it's based on the quality and the content of their character, as go. well as your attraction to that person in general. Right. As a man, I am attracted to women, and women only. Yeah. 
Now, my preference is black women. Obviously, I'm married to a black woman. Sure. My mom's black. My sister's black. My grandmother's black. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, there's going to be a preference that I lean to, and that's black women. But because I'm attracted to women, I find myself attracted to women who are not black. There you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I can't really, and, and, and I've noticed a lot of black women are struggling with guys dating outside of their race again we'll get to that in a later i can't podcast. wait till we chop that yeah up. we're gonna talk about that's gonna that. be a good yeah one. listeners yeah. that was your we're, preview we're, that was your trailer we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about <laughs> it i can't wait till we chop we're gonna talk about it but what i will say is just to keep it just to is as long as they're good for each other and they love each other and they're able they're able to build an incredible life together. Oh, I could care less. That being said though, I would love to challenge my brothers, my black men, to develop collectively a healthier perspective of black women. Cause I you do got a foot on each side. Not really. Because there are guys who date outside their race who have an unhealthy view of black women. I'm balancing to, it more so than anything you else. You want them to keep the same energy across. There you go. Across uh, race. Don't esteem one group of women over black women. Okay. Don't date outside your race because you have personal issues with uh, black women in your past. I. I don't respect that. I, don't I respect, respect your theory. I don't respect that. I respect all. your theory. Okay. I don't respect that approach. I think that's whack because you got unresolved issues that you're not dealing with and you're acting it out by, by shunning people when you should be open-minded. Now I'm not against a person being open-minded, but it has to come from a healthy place. Does that make sense? It does. I've got questions, but this isn't a podcast for the questions. So again, I got examples of people I've talked to. I think and we both do. Yeah, that, and I'm, I was be... like, I want, oof. I didn't jump all over this person because I was happy to see him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I ain't seen him in a while. But I, you know what I mean? I was going to jump all over them. But I just, I, w- I would like for us as black men to have a healthier collectively, because I have a healthy view of black women. Right. I want us collectively I. to have a better perspective of black women. Gotcha. That's all I ask. Okay. Who you choose to date is of no consequence to me. Doesn't affect me in my life. But I will. I would like for us to have a healthier view of black women. That's what I'm advocating for. Okay, I respect that. Okay. Um, what else we got, man? What's else on the docket? Do um, we? Oh we got yeah, some shout outs or or one shout out. I do have one shout out. Um, I gave player of the week to a uh, news station several this. weeks ago on their coverage of uh, no no you don't even know where I'm going okay thank goodness on the death of uh, Neil Nia Wilson you remember yes. that we talked yeah. about how the, how they showed her holding a gun right well NBA star Steph Curry actually uh, asked fans to uh, basically donate money to the family wow yes so, um, I forget how much I'm trying to look up and see how, oh yeah, oh. he's raised more than 21,000. Now it could be more because this story dates back to the beginning of this month. 
I've been wanting to do this for like, I was going to do this last week, but, you know, of course we didn't tape. He's raised more than $21,000 for this girl's family. Um, I'm speechless. So what I think is so dope here, bro, is that you have someone who's not only, you're not only on social media tweeting thing or tweeting things or whatever, but you're actually doing something tangible for the family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so again, we already know, say, you know, if you, if you like Steph or not, if you don't like his game or not, whatever, but you got to respect someone who's using their platform to impact other people and to really help people in their time of crisis. Right. Outside of tweeting and doing different types of stuff, he he's really he had his foot on the ground. I mean, it's the Oakland area. It was just up his he's alley. A big guy. Yeah. yeah, so it was up his alley. So kudos to Steph Curry for doing that for the family. I'm pretty sure they need that to handle certain stuff. Yes, man. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was very somebody, man. very thoughtful of him. So shout out to Steph Curry for doing that. I thought that was very dope. Steph? Very dope. Very dope. And I think we got to bring attention to when our athletes, because we talk all the time about what are our athletes doing? What are they doing with their platform? Da, 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 da. Where here's an example of somebody doing something with their platform. We talked about LeBron James a few weeks back, how he created the school. Now we're bigging up Steph this week. And what's crazy is, at least in, in my, the new cycles that I give attention to, Mm-hmm. Never would have heard of that. Never would have. You know it's what I mean? Shame we got to go dig for stuff. Yeah. Like that. Now, if they get caught up in some drama or do something, you won't be able to avoid it. Can't avoid it, right? It's everywhere. Right. So yeah. So that's why I love this segment of shouting out yes. people because when they do something, we, we need to start bigging. Big yeah, we got to make it a. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. No one else has raised that much money for, no. for that family. No. A lot of people. All you got to do is give it a week, a news cycle a week, and it's it's. Yeah, so and I, I don't I don't know anything about that family. Um, I, I can I can assume a lot, but I mean, if Curry had raised two grand, it still would have met the world of his family. Oh, absolutely! It was thoughtful. Yeah, it was man, thoughtful. it was thoughtful. For twenty one, yeah, those are savage numbers. Twenty one, <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was I was a second slow. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pat yourself on the back? <laughs> God. <laughs> you are a corn ball. Uh, shout out, Steph. That, that, man, that, that blows my mind, man. Yeah. No, no. Good look for him. Um, good look for him. Did You didn't have anything else. Nah, that, that, was, that was all I had. I, man, you... You've got me like <laughs> I want to talk about this interracial thing so bad. I know this is not the time, but man, no, no, it's that's, not. that's that's gonna be dynamite whenever we. You talk know what about. I would love to do? I would love to have, I would love to have a guest on, like a white guest. No, no. Well, you're, well, when I'm talking you're not about your case here, guy. <laughs> no, no, no. When you talk about, I'm talking about dating outside of our race as black men and talking about it with a black woman. I would love to do that because because there are a lot of women who feel very strongly about this, very strongly about it, 
very strongly about it. And I We're I will go offline. I would like I would like to black woman. I would like to have some female representation when we discuss this. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. These microphones are going to explode when we record that one. That's going to be good stuff. Absolutely. Jeez. Absolutely. We no, won't we, be able to record it because the mics will be exploding. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to program them all over again right. when you get the news. That'll take another four That'll weeks. That'll take another right. <laughs> we'll go offline, guys. We'll suspend posting this on SoundCloud until Gatry figures it out again. Because clearly would have forgotten. But anyway, um, I'm going to be short on Player of the Week because it's already passed. Everyone is already... Everyone is already ragged on them. They are easy. They're easy target. That's why I kind of wanted to stay away from it. But it was just fresh off the heels of Aretha Franklin's death passing. We all know Fox News and their mistake. Gatry, here's what it looks like. I'm showing Gatry the picture of it. Gatry's been under a rock. You see it? So Fox News, I guess during one of their segments, they used an image of, of Aretha Franklin, her main picture, but in the background is Patti LaBelle singing completely different venue aretha franklin wasn't even around during that that snippet they took of patty labelle singing and they you and to yeah it's 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 ridiculous because we're not even talking journalism at this point we're talking pure common sense i know black people look alike but god gave you two eyes and a brain for a reason if you have a side-by-side comparison of two people you have to know that those two people look nothing alike. Nothing alike. That's sickening, guys. Nothing alike. And this is one of the news. This is one of the news. You know, I keep doing it because of the high praise they've gotten from a certain political figure. As not as a as a news station that doesn't put out fake news, <laughs> right? You owe it to yourself to at least get some of this stuff right. Now, I can understand you being culturally clueless because, you know, it's going to be hard for y'all to know anything about black stuff consistently. True. But you should at least know side by side that two black people really Just don't look alike. Here, right. Usually when, when you confuse black people, usually the other person that they confuse them with is not around, which is what makes it confusing. But when they're right there, you should be able to tell the difference because God gave you what between your two ears? A brain. Walker, that that has to be intentional. Well, they apologize for it. So you're still saying it was intentional? It, ha- it has to be. I can accept nothing else. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not I'm not trying to figure it out. I don't I don't that that was all I, I had on on that. Um and just to talk about Fox News, I mean, did you wanna you didn't care to talk about what's been happening in the news with, with Trump this week, did you? I'm, I'm not doing it. You You're can. not doing it? I'm, I'm not. I would like to address uh, your homegirl, Omarosa. You are going to do this? Uh, just like I addressed the Fox I, News I just thing. need... Just, just the whole Fox, as quick as I was, in and out. <laughs> okay. In and out. Um, <clears throat> the thing with Omarosa is I feel like we talked about this offline, and you basically... I mean, most people are saying it. I really feel like I really feel like Omarosa is the new Tom Hanks in Castaway. Oh my goodness gracious. She's on an island with her ball Wilson. And Wilson is her book. Okay. Seriously. Like I think she's on it. She's 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 Tom she's in a new movie Castaway. She's 
black people have nothing to do with her and conservatives have nothing to do with her. Like, I don't know where she goes from here. Right. That's this book is her currency. She's, she's a castaway. She's, she's in the new castaway film. Like, and I was surprised. I Wilson sound effect. <laughs> I know, right? When he's calling Wilson <laughs> after that. Yeah. Crazy. So dude, it's, it's, I just don't know where she, you know, I'm pretty sure she's going to sell off her book. You know, controversy sales. That's why she... And again, that's, that's why a lot of... We didn't buy her because we understand controversy does sell. Right. And it's easy to talk about because that's a hot-button issue. Oh, Trump said something racist. Like, basically, yeah. okay. You, you, you ever turn in your homework late when you was in school? <laughs> yes. Okay. Even if it was sincere, it's late. Right. Right? That's so we don't matter. So we don't care. Right. Right? She turned in a homework assignment on whether or not Trump was racist. Way too much, way too, way too much evidence out there now to support that. We, you, you turn it in way. Your homework assignment is dead late. You know what I'm thinking? She's like, "Oh, I got this idea for a great concept. <laughs> it's gonna be fire, <laughs> flames." You know what I mean? No, You're we right. we know that. Come on, I'm already. Rosa. We know that already. So it's just like, okay, the timing of it, you're selling a book. Okay. All right. Whatever. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So that that's all I got to say about that. I, I really feel like once this book comes and goes, she's just going to ride off into the sunset because we still haven't embraced her. You, you, you put bait on the end of this line and you cast your line in my direction. <laughs> I didn't think I did that. You did. You did because okay. you're going to make me think of something else. And I'm going to keep this brief. Go for it. It's crazy to me, just as society, how desensitized we've gotten to just. I mean, you, we can use our scandal. Own. Yeah, yeah. Because it's in a week cycle. You just ride it out. We waiting for the next thing, the next week. That's why I don't think with all this stuff they're talking about in the week with Trump and his lawyer and all this type of stuff. I'm waiting for Monday to roll around. It's going to be a whole new news cycle. Just like I told you on the phone earlier. It's yeah. Just turn the page. It's a news. That, that is how, and, that. and it's, that is Trump's protective of shield. Right. That I don't think Obama had. I don't think Hillary would have had. Ah. All Trump has to do is ride this wave, wave out to the next maybe, week. Maybe two weeks. Maybe, maybe two weeks. Right. He gets paid at the end of that week or two week. Whew. What's next? Right. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it is. It is. I just know, say what you want. If you still riding with Trump, I just want you to be honest with me. Could Hillary and could President Obama survive half of what Trump has survived? You bring up a good point. A mutual friend of ours that that I I spoke with you about earlier uh, had had a... somewhat in-depth conversation, but he, he kind of challenged me. And I, I'm going to do this. I don't know when and how, but I'm going to okay. do this. But I want to get a Trump supporter just just to be honest with me about their approach to him and how they honestly feel about it. Because, and, and it's going to be, be dope if we got him on the podcast. It would. But it's going to be a constructive conversation. Happen, no, no. It's going to be a constructive conversation, though. But more, a, more of a conversation where I'm doing less talking and more listening. You got to. Yeah. But it, it, it intrigues me to this point. Like, okay, if you can still have support, that's fine. I just need to know 
how your support is structured. Because maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe there's something you're missing, Walker. Sure. Doubtful. But, you know, I just, I just want to hear it. <laughs> I just want to hear it. I want to hear it, too. I want to hear it, too. Absolutely. And you don't have to say anything about, oh, this is a mistake. You don't have to do any of that. Yeah. Back your guy. Just, just be willing to tell me how and why you're backing. I just want to know and the I'm logic. Not, I'm, not, I'm not going to make you feel any less about it. And I'm, I'm doing this to... I, I want you want to know the logic. Yes. Give me the logic. Just, I mean, it's it's no different than at work when when I when I encounter an issue, and I want to improve to make sure I don't either make that mistake or the mistake doesn't happen again. I go and ask questions. I want to make it clear here. I think I don't know if I've done a good job of doing this so far as we've been taping. I want to make it very clear. I don't want to be the boy who cried wolf when no. we give out player of the week. <laughs> okay. I'm not calling everyone racist. No, when you no. support, but you, but you see, but we have to clarify terms I'm for people glad who you don't did. understand. That's that. why I have you sitting across from the table from me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is like I'm not calling everyone racist because once we do finally identify a racist, it's like, well, where do they go again? Right? Yeah. I don't want to be those people. Even when I just called off Fox News for for mistaking, I'm not I'm not calling calling that racist. I'm saying. Where's the brain right. between your two ears? You can't tell two people alike and they're on the same freaking picture. That, that's so I want to know how did you mess that one right. up? In These other are words, fundamental issues. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm not calling you a racist. I'm saying, how do you push past you all here? of this stuff? <laughs> how do you say, you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm rolling. <laughs> Still. Hardcore, right? You know what I mean. I'm, I'm down with them, and, and to the point to where you're willing to take on the negativity that comes with being a supporter. Right. How do you distinguish you supporting someone has been who has been tied to being so divisive, so hateful, all these things to different groups of people? I'm right there with you. I need, and I wouldn't even phrase I, it that way. But I would, I wouldn't even phrase it that way. Well, you can, you can present the question simply. But yeah, I, I'm at a point now to where I need to know. Okay. Okay. I thought I answered it though a few weeks ago. Well, but you're not a, you're not a supporter, so you can't. I mean, you, you had a good answer, but you can't answer in the genuine heart of a Trump supporter because no, I cannot. Right. No, that's, I cannot. That's what I need. Gantry. No, I, I, I need. And let, let me let me let me take this. I to sports. cannot, and I don't ever want to. Let but me, I say I made it. I made. But we talk. Go ahead. Go for it. Let me let me give you a sports it. analogy. I need to. And at, let me rewind back. When you and I were getting acquainted, I saw it, and I didn't do the best. I didn't do the best in asking this, but I saw a level of understanding that to know why, like, why, how is it that you can wear orange and blue every day and still consider yourself a human. <laughs> these were the these were the answers I, I was seeking. <laughs> you on the other hand were like, how can you how can you root for that crimson team mm-hmm. and still be in my face talking about? I mean, th- these were your, we didn't we didn't ask them that way, but it was uh, the underlying notion was I want to know how you can think that way. Now you and I had several discussions, you know, and that, right now I have an appreciation of it because I'm, I'm much more mature than I am now, and I, I respect the fact that you rep your school clearly, <laughs> right? But it, t- it took me. Yeah. Time because I was very mature at the time, but it took me wanting it took me seeking that level of understanding. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. I think it's the same thing. How can you root for that team? How can you dog DeRozan? Um, you want me to answer? No, that? no, that was hypothetical. <laughs> I'm about to flip this table. Because <laughs> I, boy, do I have an answer for that. How much time you got? <laughs> oh goodness, so, but yeah, that's all it is. Okay, you, there's got to there's got to be a common denominator of respect between both parties. And by the way, I'm pulling for DeRozan this year. Thank you. You heard it, listeners. I'm pulling for. It. I want to do well. You know I've, ne- you know I've never. I never was a hater. You know what I'm gonna do? Never was a hater. I'm gonna. Never I'm, was a when hater. When we when we wrap this up, I'm gonna I'm just, go back and I'm gonna take out that little section. I'm gonna make it an audio file and make it my ringtone for when you call. I'm not a hater. No, no. What? I'm pulling for DeRozan. I'm pulling for him. I'm just gonna have that looping. Okay. When you call, I'm pulling for DeRozan. I'm pulling for DeRozan. I'm pulling for DeRozan. I am. Thank you. I am. I'm just saying. There's a reason he's. A spur and not a raptor today. Why do they trade him? We're not doing this. Okay. We're not doing this. After, and this is after I clowned him. We're not doing this. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I forgot. He's still OVO. Anyway, you got anything else, man? That's all I got, man. Well, welcome back from Toronto. I'm glad you had a safe, safe trip. Thanks, man. You're fully... Uh, it's official now. They put a ring on it. <laughs> yes. So uh, interracial couple at that. Nice. Oddly enough. All right. Uh, All right. Anyway. And and how and how do you respond, dude? You bobbled that one. What? You choked. You choked yesterday. Uh, yeah. You choked. Yeah. You choked. I ain't even. I ain't even. Listen that part of it. Like listen. I, I just. I I flew listen. to a different country Don't to support you back my cousin. Listen. Listen. Don't you back down from the white man? He asked you a question. <laughs> Don't you choke like that ever again? The black delegation needs you to be confident in your response. That's when you ask them, "Do you, what problem you have with it?" You gotta come back. You gotta be quick. And you're and you're quicker than I am. You're quicker than me. The and I, I like to think I'm fast, but you're quicker than me. I was disgusted with myself. That's what you it had nothing to do with him. <laughs> I couldn't believe myself. I'm yeah, you choked, man. Anyway. Ugh. Ugh. Push her. Ugh. Good to be back. Oh, that sound effects. Good to be back. Now I need that on my ringtone when you call. Just looping. Ugh. Ugh. I just called you. Oh, All right, Gadry. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Dude, you're stupid. <laughs> Whether you agree with everything we said or not, we hope we said one thing that challenged you to see the world differently or even help you to evaluate and change your world. This is the Tipping Point Podcast. Peace out.